The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, a still relatively new concept in this world of ours, in this region of ours, a podcast that is designed to hopefully replace simply because I have vengeance in my heart, but at least enhance your morning drive-in experience by giving you more news than any other morning radio drive time show or TV show. That's not hard. And to deliver it in a more entertaining fashion. Maybe somewhat eccentric. Maybe somewhat erratic. But you'll enjoy it. You'll 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 laugh. You'll cry. You'll applaud. You'll, you'll weep. Sigh. You'll you'll lay down and kick in a circle. Um, thank you very much to uh, Quality Tire Pros for being our presenting sponsor. Sounds like an average Friday night for me. Yeah, it's uh, all uh, here at the Lodge Cast Iron Studios. We have the uh, the Iron Skillet Curling Competition coming up with the Lodge Skillets, of course. I thought they did that. Did they not do that already? No, I think it's coming up this weekend. Okay. Um, A lot of things coming up. uh, No, I've... I've, Yeah, this weekend. A lot of things happened, of course, last weekend. We appreciate you guys tuning in every single Monday through Friday. Uh, At 5 a.m. it is posted, and you can listen to it at any given point during the day. Had a long business meeting uh, with some mentors and advisors yesterday, and... We debated the idea of possibly doing it live at the same time slot and kind of came to an agreement that, you know, it it just, I don't know. Uh, the trade-off, I'm not, I, I don't think it would be worth it. I really don't. Nobody asked me, but I ain't going to be here. No, no. I mean, I mean, I, no, no, no. We were talking about actually doing it live at the same time. I said, but it's not a it's not a morning show. Then this is designed to be a morning. Oh, show. Oh, you mean as yeah, uh, yeah. whenever that time yeah, might be? Yeah, exactly. And so I mean, you know, it's 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 not a very well kept secret. Even though we, I think we do a pretty good job of actually making it feel like it is being done live. Uh, I think we do an excellent job with that. I and mean, just yeah, it's 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 a swap off. We'd have to be here at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> And I not promise happening. you that ain't happening. No. That is not going to happen. Not on anybody's clock. Um, I, I, it's hard to. All right, let me, let me, let me kind of run through the gist of everything. For this first segment is brought to you by People's Home Equity. Bruce Dodd, Trevor Glass, five nine one nine eight zero one. Chatmortgage.com. Like everything around here, chat has two T's. And if you're in the home market, the best thing to do is get pre-approved before you start looking. And, of course, then have somebody that can actually help you answer questions as you go. And that's what Bruce and Trevor are there for, People's Home Equity. Uh, the number is 301-9229 if you ever want to communicate with us. Uh, for on-podcast purposes, you know, a text or a voicemail can be used. We can do both. And uh, I talked to a number of people just to kind of a, 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 a wrap-up of stuff that we talked about at the end of last week. Um, we talked about the Riverbend lineup, which we were all impressed with. Yes, very. But it has now been redubbed, from what I can tell by most of my friends, as the Half Moon Festival. Uh, because I agree it with is, that, too. It is much closer to Moon River yep. than it is a typical Riverbend. And I talked to a couple of real music geek friends of mine, and we think that the lineup is actually probably even better than Bonnaroo's. 
Oh, um, absolutely, it is. As, d- depending on who you ask from a certain yeah. age group, but yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, it's their direct competition. They're going yeah. right after them. I mean, I mean they, it was, if you can't beat them, copy them. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's 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 clearly what they did. I don't, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that is that is the name that everybody is using. I haven't now. seen anything for a quarter moon festival at, or something. At the end of last week, Thursday into Friday, I have not seen chattanooga as a whole come together and all agree on one thing ever whether it's a a film festival which we'll talk about here in a little bit or whether it's a music festival or whether it's a sure whatever it is i've never seen every single person say yeah that's pretty damn good yeah i've never i've never i've never seen it maybe maybe moon river three years ago we came very close very close last night rebecca and i to buying tickets again to the New Orleans Jazz Festival and Heritage Festival, the two weekends that they do. How do they book every single band ever? They do it every year. It takes takes two minutes to scroll through one weekend's lineup. I mean, that's how many stages and bands they have performing. Um, If a band is touring, they're booked to the Jazz Fest every year. It's The Who and Stevie Nicks one... uh, The Who and uh, Foo Fighters one night and then it's Stevie Nicks and Ludacris, and I can't remember who the other headliner is. Elvis Costello. Jimmy Elvis, Buffett's one Elvis of Co- Yeah, Jimmy Buffett. Elvis Costello is playing several different times with his band and with other people, and just a, a remarkable lineup. But we, we, we decided to wait. You know, there, there will be tickets available. We didn't just dive in. And before we go any further, well, obviously, you know, we, we dealt again with a big deep freeze over the course of the weekend. No winter weather, thank God, but just cold, 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 and remarkable cold across the country. But I, I, I have complained enough about all of the rigmarole and brouhaha and all the weeping and crying and gnashing of teeth (laughs) over the passing of Bob Saget which I didn't think deserved it and I'm like, you know, when Urkel dies, are You're we gonna are, are we gonna give a he week and a half to Urkel? Urkel and Bob Saget, yeah, you're gonna yeah. compare Come <laughs> on. Coming up an what, hour is Screech in this conversation. An, an hour too? and a half long retrospect into Urkel's best line. Did I do that? I mean I I just uh, I can see it coming. I was uh, I was really cut up when Eddie the dog from Fraser died. But here I he, was too. Here here is here is something that is absolutely necessary. And Jen and I are going to do a dramatic reading. Yes. And uh, and, ready and, for if, this? If, if, and you 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 should know what this is in reference to. If you don't, we'll tell you in just a second. You guys don't mess us up. We're going to go off Shakespeare. I think you'll mess yourselves up. But Lawrence Olivier, <laughs> here it comes. All right. <laughs> On a hot summer night, would you offer your throat to the wolf with the red roses? Will he offer me his mouth? Yes. Will he offer me his teeth? Yes. Will he offer me his jaws? Yes. Will he offer me his hunger? Yes. Again, will he offer me his hunger? Yes. And will he starve without me? Yes. And does he love me? Yes. Yes. On a hot summer night, would you offer your throat to the wolf with the red roses? Yes. I bet you say that to all the boys. Thank you very much. So it sounds like one of your acuity tests. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Meatloaf. That's the intro to one of Meatloaf's songs, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's in... That's Dashboard Lights that, or something? No, no that, that actually goes into, you took the words right out of my mouth. Okay. Uh, bad Out of Hell, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, Two Out of Three Ain't Bad, 
And, of course, he was Eddie in Rocky Horror Picture Show, the bike riding, the motorcycle riding, 50s rocker. Oh, yes, and I've seen that. Meatloaf passed away at 74. And Too young. He was, I thought Jen actually pegged it perfectly. He was he was Jack Black before Jack Black yes, was Jack Black. Yes, he's the original Jack Black. <laughs> that's, he, a, he, that's a good analogy. That, that's a, that is an interesting yeah. uh, summary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he 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 was he was extremely funny, talented. Did not take himself too seriously. I didn't find him funny though, but I think that's because I was not born yet. Jim Steinman <laughs> was the was the lyricist, and actually, Jim Steinman was the one that actually voiced that part, that intro to that song, yes. along with an actress from what day days of our lives, probably something like that. People don't realize to Paradise by the Dashboard Light, the singer that you see in the video, Susan of course, Lucci. with those beautiful you know, the, the breasticles, um, that, and everything. That's she's not doing. She's she's lip syncing. Ellen Foley, who is an artist I really admire, did the vocals, but she didn't look the part. And I, I can't remember the name of the actress singer that actually did that video, but she had the facial expressions down pat of a girl who wasn't going to give it up until she got the promise. Well, I was introduced to, to Meatloaf in the mid-90s with I Will Do Anything for Love, But I yeah. Won't Do That, the dumbest never, name of a song in the history know, of songs. And we songs. still, to this day, don't know what that was. We and, can only speculate. And so I, yeah. you know, I'm now, just at the same time, I'm getting introduced to Queen because of yeah. Wayne's World. Yeah. Right? Like, so I'm trying to figure out what is, what is this stuff? And, like, I just immediately thought, this Meatloaf dude is a freaking moron I, I, hey hey let me watch, watch me build a bridge over troubled water here russell has no idea who meatloaf is or what the hell's going on right uh no i've heard uh i would do anything for love okay all right fight club yeah one of your favorite movies right oh he played the one with the, the man yeah. boobs yeah he's the he, he's bob oh, is meatloaf the, in bob, the fight yeah, club yeah bob bob with movie. the man boobs oh, i love that movie that, that's, i yeah. love that movie yeah, too. Yeah, everybody but me yeah he, he becomes a lieutenant you know yeah. to, to, to the main guy all right, uh, let's do this. We have a special guest uh, that's going to be joining us in just a little bit. We really appreciated uh, Jason coming by with American Exotic Guitars on Friday. And we've got Andy John coming in here from Lookout Wild Film Festival in just a little bit. But first, of course, first of all, my name is Jeff Stiles with a Y. And if you're listening to the show, you probably have sought us out. Um, Brian Stone, myself, Russell Stroud, Jen Lambert radio professionals for years and years and years we have over 714 years experience in this room <laughs> right here and uh, we appreciate you guys finding us and we generally start out with a little news and sports and russell has headlines for you right now i do wait for the page to load there it right. goes okay this is one uh it's monday today so this is one that may or may not be relevant hopefully not but uh, if it is here you go the Chickamauga Police Department needs your help in finding a girl who's gone missing. Yeah. A 17-year-old Taylor Ray Kernia, last seen on Tuesday of, of uh, last week. She's 17 years old with blonde hair and blue eyes, standing 5 foot 7 inches tall, 156 pounds. According to her family, she has autism. And adding to the mystery, her family says that someone they don't know bought her a bus ticket to Charlotte, North Carolina. If you know where she is, contact the police department. They're working on tracking her down right now. The Chattanooga police say that a man who suffered severe injuries in a crash on Highway 153 earlier this month died from his injuries. It happened just before 10 in the morning near the intersection of 153 and Highway 58. The vehicle was traveling northbound when the driver lost control for an unknown reason and crashed into a concrete divider. Finally, several schools in our area are shifting over to remote learning until Tuesday of this week. This comes after a recent surge in COVID cases, which has affected teacher and staff attendance severely, both here in Hamilton County and in surrounding counties. And now walking with the warm water penguins in South Africa, it's Dave Hooker. Who the hell needs human rights? I'm Dave Hooker, also Hook Sports. Hmm. 
Let's start with uh, the human rights aspect of the Olympics being in China. In case you didn't know, it's a pretty oppressed society, whether it comes right to free speech, uh, right to vote, go on down the line, right to choose your religion. It's just not a good deal, okay? It's a dictatorship in a world of capitalism, and it's a little bit pathetic that anybody would suggest having the Olympics in the uh, country of China in the first place. It's just flabbergasting to even think that. But let's remember the king of kick kickbacks, or the IOC, the International Olympic Committee. You can get $10, 20000000 million for a vote for China or whatever the case may be. Don't be surprised if Antarctica one day raises enough money to buy some votes. But then there's that other thing. I don't know if, if you've heard about the pandemic. Yeah, that came from China. So it, with all this time, for two years to change directions, everybody's in now. It's going to happen. And the broadcasters aren't even going to be there for safety concerns. We're basically awarding billions of dollars of revenue to a country that treats its citizens like trash. Who makes these decisions? Who sleeps at night? Wow. The Olympics in China. Just really doesn't roll off the tongue, but it's going to happen. Dave Hooker, off the sports. I'll go ahead and declare that to be the everybody's got one editorial opinion yeah, section much. of today's show. Dave's I, killing it these last couple. Yeah, of days. yeah. you know I, I love it. I Dave's love great. it. Give it, give it, give it more. You know, Dave, not just uh, you know giving scores. You remember the George Carlin bit about here's some scores from last night: fourteen to seven, three to two, and four to one. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's the way it sounds to, <laughs> to a lot of people. You know, yeah. you get in there and you start actually talking about human issues. You know, that's that's where you get the chicks. That's where you get the women viewership. That's where you get people who are uninterested in the sport to actually sit down and watch the sport. He is correct, of course. And, of course, China, Beijing has had, had an Olympics just not too long ago. Yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, 2008. How, how did they get that repeat so fast? I was wondering that myself, and the answer is I do not know. He answered the question. Yeah. Uh, money. Money. Dig that shit. They manufacture everything we touch. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is. Come on, there's a business interest here. I bet I half know. everything in this room is manufactured in China. There is some good news in the sports world, though. The Pittsburgh Penguins beat the Ottawa Senators. Oh, fantastic. What was awesome. the score, Russell? <laughs> I like the Penguins. It was, that sounds uh, cute. 6 3, I think. All right, uh, let's do this upfront wrap-up, upfront wrap-up, brought to you by American Exotic Guitars. Yes, Jason Armstrong, owner of American Exotic Guitars, is the true definition of local artist, musician, and craftsman. American Exotic Guitars provides the highest end in quality, handcrafted, and completely custom-made instruments. These stunning guitars feature premium components with a solid body construction using both traditional tone woods and American Exotics. You can reach Jason Armstrong at AmericanExoticGuitars.com. You can find him on Facebook and Instagram or email him at AmericanExoticGuitars at gmail.com. Does anybody know, uh, as we get started here, did, did we actually reach freezing down in the Florida Keys over the course of the weekend? Because they were saying that it was very likely to happen. The Keys don't freeze. Um, and I, that, that's a phrase. I mean, I, I was diving one time during Christmas break. We were scuba diving. And it was so incredibly cold on the boat, the boat just getting out to where we were actually going to be doing the diving. 
we couldn't wait to get in the water. The water was so much warmer than the air temperature. I could have sworn it was freezing. Went back and looked at that date around um, Isla Mirada, you know, one of the big keys down there, and it was like 45 degrees. It wasn't even close. Yeah, the lowest temp the keys have ever reached is 41 in the year 1981. You know what? That actually was the year. Oh, really? Yeah, that that would have been the year. So that 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 would that would have been that same time. Okay. So I don't know. I, uh, we we may have actually broken that this weekend. All right. Um, upfront wrap up where we try to get as many headlines, topics into your brain through your ear holes as we possibly can in an entertaining manner. We will f- feel free to banter if we want to. Um, there's a Jewish Tennessee couple that is suing the state's Children's Services Department because they say they are being refused help because they are non-Christians. How about that? Hmm. Uh, Does that surprise anybody? No. Not really. No, it does not. Um, Generally, I mean, if it's just the State Department, it's one thing, but they divvy up these. Adoption has just become such a complicated process, and it would help so much if they would ease it. Now, certainly we don't want kids going into families that are going to be abusive, or you know situations like that but it it shouldn't be so hard think about you know what our friend you know Jason has gone through oh yeah it's been and, horrible. I mean I mean just and they're one of the nicest best couples in the world yeah why is it so hard to pass muster and then if you slap the word Christian on an on, on an independent charity group they're probably gonna have that leaning and I can't mm-hmm. blame them but if this couple can't get any help from the state I you know more power to them um, President Biden continues to walk back comments from his, you know, solo press conference on the year anniversary of his, uh, you know, taking office and taking the oath of office. It was not good. It it really it really wasn't. Um, you know, there are people in this world, the former president Trump and his family, who are facing more problematic situations personally, but Biden's uh, approval ratings, of course, are just absolutely in the tank. And I think people read a lot more into what he said than than what he meant. Again, the guy is given to going off the cuff and off script, which is refreshing. But, you know, that idea of giving the green light to Russia for the invasion, I don't think that was certainly purposeful. No, I, I think it was just very, very poor wording. And I, I doubt... And this is not casting dispersions on him. This is how it is with every president. I doubt he wrote that line himself. Whoever did write that line... Uh, probably shouldn't be writing speeches anymore. Uh, Mitch McConnell had a brilliant line the other day when he said that uh, blacks vote as much as Americans do. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, he did. He did. He, 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 said, he, he said, said that? He said this whole idea of voting rights being restricted is not true. Black Americans vote just as much as Americans do. And All right. that's the kind he of, again. He needs to go. Slip of the tongue, Freudian slip of the tongue. I, I wouldn't even call. I wouldn't even call tongue. it Freudian. It's just, man, we got a bunch of 80, we got a bunch of eighty-year-olds running yeah. this damn place. Exactly. Yeah. Although I do think it was Freudian. Actually, he's over eighty, isn't he? I don't know, but I'm tired of eighty-year-olds. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Go um, away, eighty-year-old people. Nashville is being split, as we told you guys was going to happen, into multiple GOP-dominated districts. That's done, uh, and will continue to be even doneer as uh, until it gets dunest. Uh, when it, it's all over, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. The state legislatures everywhere are doing the same thing. Um, German population um, and uh, is is quite up in arms over the former pope, the late Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
his his reign was pretty short. He's the one that 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 retired and resigned. Was oh, not. I think we had John Paul, right. yeah. then we had Benedict, who said, "I've had enough of this." That's right. Well, now we have a little hint as to maybe yeah, why now we he, know why he was dodging it yep. because he knew this was coming, mm-hmm. and that is that he did not add while Archbishop of München, Munich, uh, on several sex abuse cases. And uh, there, there's a panel in uh, in Munich that uh, blames him. I mean, it lays the blame completely at his feet. As Archbishop, they came and they said, we got four priests who have abused multiple kids over the years. And he said, ah, find another place for them to go, which is what the Catholic Church did for so long. And this is after the scandal had broken. So he should have known better. Mm-hmm. Yes, he um, should have known better. So I'm not sure exactly. When you become the Pope, you figure you get the express line straight to heaven. But if you do something like that, you might have to detour into purgatory for a while. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, talk about something that's completely man-made. Is there purgatory anywhere in the Bible, King James, that we know of? Is there any mention of anything, or is that a complete Catholic construct? Okay, I, w- I will preface this with the— with the um, Your Calvinist teachings? Yes, I, I'm a— Protestant Calvinist, so I have to say, no, of course there's nothing about purgatory. No, there's not. I mean, talking about man-made, I mean, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous, but I, I, I kind of like the idea. A purgatory? You know? No, I, it's just, you know, a, a waiting room. <laughs> the waiting you know, room. No, trust me, Jen, I have committed some pretty bad sins like in, in my Beetlejuice? life. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to be on the express lane to hell. You know, sit me in purgatory for a while, I'll sit by the water fountain like Joe Cool, hang out with all the other kids, you know, playing with our pencils on the group W bench it, until I get in. It makes one wonder. I, I don't know the exact dogma, so I don't want to be disrespectful to people who do believe in it. I but, do. But like, but like, does Hitler go to purgatory along with like your grandma? No! Hitler goes to hell. My well, of course Hitler goes to hell, hell like, out of Hitler. I mean, she would just wail on him with a big old wooden spoon. There's yeah. this nothing left like to send him to Seven-day Adventist coming out of you uh, uh, there, yeah. Jeff. In-person classes uh, get uh, Joe Biden's approval, our Governor Bill, sign any bill, uh, Lee, his approval. Everybody's uh, approving of in-person classes no matter what the pandemic's doing. And by the way, the pandemic is doing this. We have more Hamilton County students ever with COVID right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. higher than ever. At the beginning of the pandemic. Highest number since the pandemic began. Mm-hmm. So what's the best time to go full throttle into getting back into class? Right, right now. Right now, <laughs> which kind of just makes everything we've done up until now look kind of well, silly. I think their uh, last number I checked, I think it was 13 schools that have shifted to virtual learning. Yeah. yeah. Supreme Court blocked the last and most former attempt, our most uh, recent attempt to uh, stop the six-week abortion ban in Texas. Not going to happen. Uh, Ivanka Trump gets the big invite, a big golden, you know, Willy Wonka ticket invitation to come talk to the January 6th commission. And she did not RSVP. Um, we, we all know that, you know, we have the phone records. We know, and by her own words, that she begged her dad at least twice, walked into the West Wing Oval Office mm-hmm. side room and begged him to step in and try to stop the carnage, right. and he just was not going to do it. But whether or not she will actually show up, if subpoenaed, we don't know. And they also want to talk to her about Pence before they subpoena Pence. And again, putting Pence in in the bracelets behind his back would not be as big a deal as putting Trump in handcuffs of and, and duck walking him to jail uh, for not you know showing up to a court ordered appearance. That's just kind of a given. I mean, yeah, the vice president's not the president, right? Uh, Bradley County is taking their America Rescue funds and uh, tri- uh, contributing a ton of it to the Ocoee 
um, you know, tourism development uh, group, about $500,000 worth, oh, which okay. is, uh, you know, I don't think anybody's going to have any problem with that. That's, no, I mean, that's, that's really nice. In, that's yes. their biggest industry. I and that's love Polk that. County's biggest industry. Yep. Yeah, if they can take it, do it. And a special grand jury convened in Atlanta with subpoena power. This is, again, the Atlanta Attorney General who has said again and again that she has more than enough evidence that President Trump's call to Donald Raffsenberger was actually illegal and it was essentially political extortion. And so if they call a special grand jury, they have subpoena power, and that's the only thing they will be dealing with. The grand jury sits there for a couple of months. You know, if you're called to a grand jury, that's that's a, that's a long time mm-hmm. out of your life, and you'll be dealing with multiple cases from littering to murder. And so they're, they're, they're cutting to the chase down in Georgia, huh. and jury selection underway for the three Minnesota officers and the George Floyd death as they face, you know, multiple charges. And yeah. we all know how. Is that, is that just one of those for not doing anything situations? Yes. Yeah. No, they're not going to be charged. It, it, the, the main, I think the, they the, should the, the main charge is denying him his, his civil rights yes. and his, the right to be alive. Right. They denied him the right to be alive. That's going to be a tough they case. They knew what he was doing. They knew what he was doing was wrong. Well, yeah, They should have stepped in and done their job. Well, it it comes into it, it's one of those difficult things because do police officers have an extra responsibility to assist people? The Supreme Court has said no previously. They don't have any more responsibility than you or I do. Like for instance, is there is there someone in a, a burning car and you stand there and take a video? You can't be charged for not helping in many cases. So it's if I mean I, I agree there should be some form of punishment, but I don't know how far it's going to go. And one other one, real fast here, and then we're going to get our guest Andy in here. Um, Indiana lawmaker wants to block the state's healthcare providers from discouraging use of the anti-parasite medicine ivermectin to treat COVID nineteen. Odd. An odd, odd. Yes, odd would be one word for it. Uh, don't follow the science, follow the politics. The medical officials have said, do not tell your patients to take this horse dewormer to treat a virus. And an Indiana state lawmaker, and Indiana's relative IQ is about a tenth of a degree higher than that of Mississippi or Arkansas when it gets down to the state population. And so you got some goober from some, you know, rural, you know, district out there who wants to actually pass a state law to keep medical professionals from delivering the scientific, medically proven, actual, factual, you know, information to their patients. Isn't this a wonderful time to be alive in America? It makes one wonder, though, what about all the doctors who have prescribed it? Because I know that has happened on several occasions. Eat it if you want to. That's yeah. it's 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 up to you. You can also eat Alpo. Uh, you can also eat Tide Pods. You know? <laughs> well, sure. I mean, I, <laughs> mean, I mean, a doctor's not going to prescribe Tide Pods, hopefully. All right, now here's what we're going to do, Brian. We're going to go ahead and get Andy in here, and we'll All do right. just like we did last uh, week with our friend uh, from American Exotic Guitars, and we're going to make this an Explore More segment. And for those of you who do not know, the Lookout Wild Film Festival is a festival of short films. And that means anywhere, I think I've seen them as short as five minutes, all the way up to full-length documentaries, you know, 45 minutes or so. And they are collected from all over the world on all kinds of topics, as long as it's pretty much dealing with the outdoors. 
And so the Explore More segment coming up right now on the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. That business meeting that I mentioned earlier this morning that Jen and I attended with some mentors and advisors yesterday, we are aware that there are slight complications that some people are having in finding the show through especially the verbal command, the series, the Alexas, right. the Google, whatever. I, I, you know I don't use them. So we, we've, we've kind of got it pinned down. We actually figured out what the problem was. And we have three different websites that things kind of get cycled through. Finding it is not hard. It's not. But it might actually entail you hitting a button on your phone and coming away from the voice thing right now. We're going to get that fixed. That's going to get fixed. So whatever you use, I don't care what platform you go to, we will be there if we're not already as of now. I'm glad y'all are looking at that because I don't do use voice activated anything I mean, either. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how to do yeah. it. I mean, I walked in there and I said, these lights are too bright. Turn them down. And nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened at all. <laughs> I said, I need to go to the bathroom. There's somebody in there. Get out. And then nobody got out. Yeah. I had to I had to hold it. I mean, I use tech and I'm not a Luddite, but I don't I, I don't talk to my phone. Let's just put it that way. All right. Well, thank you. Explore more here. This is uh, we're going to get in depth into uh, a topic. I know sometimes we do the deep dive. Yeah, generally tend to use that in uh, newsy type stuff. And uh, I mean, it's news that the festival has been, you know, we've been doing without it for a year or so, and then it got postponed. And Andy John is with us now, and, and he can tell us what the, the scoop is. Yeah, planning a, a live event in pandemic times is exciting stuff. Exciting, you know. interesting, all kinds of adjectives, and, and, and you're being kind. I'm <laughs> sure it's a pain in the ass is what it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a roller coaster ride for sure, but we're really excited to get everybody back together. Uh, we've got uh, more than 50 films from around the world to share with folks. You know, if there's ever been a time when we need some inspiring stories and films and some beautiful naturescapes of, yeah. of faraway places, this this is the time. And I, I, I can't tell you how true that description is. The Some of these films now will, will get to your heartstrings. I mean, I've seen tears in people's eyes. Some of them are, are, are real tuggers. Most of them, though, are truly inspiring think free solo uh which debuted in -hmm. chattanooga there at the festival and of course you know people were just absolutely transfixed some of my favorites were the 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 lesser known ones i still have a certain place in my heart for the last honey keeper Mm -hmm. or or was it honey keepers honey hunters the last honey hunter the last honey hunters you know and i think i may have been the only one that voted for that for the best movie of the (laughs) the best film of that particular uh, weekend and festival but I just loved that story. And of course, slow-mo. I still, you know, slow-mo is still my hero. I hope he's still rollerblading out in San Diego every day. Well, and you know, this year is our 10th year, believe it or not, doing this. Holy guacamole. Are you serious? Yeah, for real. So we are, we haven't really talked about it. We talk about it on on this show, but we've got something special planned on Saturday night um, to bring back two or three films that have been popular in the past. Oh, and I'm man. not going to confirm or deny that one of the ones you just mentioned may be resurfacing yeah. on Saturday night. I think I know which one. The 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 <laughs> the, the Blackbird Watcher was hilarious, right? And you actually had him there. He was there. He mm-hmm. was just funny. Uh, I just the Disaster Brothers, mm-hmm. the two guys that don't know how to do anything and do everything, right? And cheat death again and again and again. Somehow, right? Uh, they could either be the biggest idiots in the world or the bravest people in the world. I don't know. 
Well, and that you you mentioned Alex Honnold with the free solo, sure. uh, but one of the feature films we're showing is called The Alpinist, and um, it, it, one of the opening shots in the film is Alex Honnold, who of course famous for free soloing, yes. is going. You know, I, I do what I do, but this guy's crazy. <laughs> He's talking about <laughs> The Alpinist, which is which is one of the films. A really cool story as well there, um, and that one uh, will be one of our either Friday or Saturday evening. I'm I'm not sure which. The one. dates are for everybody who wants to know. February 4th through 6th. So we'll Four, be Friday, five, Friday night, a Saturday matinee, Sunday night, Sunday matinee, Sunday night. All right, there you go. All right, so uh, what kind of uh, of uh, fare do we have coming this? What, what are the what are the what's the creme de la creme? So we've in got, your opinion, we've got two films that are longer than um, than we have traditionally shown before. So the Alpinist is ninety minutes, um, and we've got one called the River Runner, which so is full, ninety full, minutes. Full length films, yeah. yeah full length films. Um, the River Runner is about a guy who's uh, in his younger days paddled three of the biggest, baddest um, uh, uh, rivers in the Himalayas. And now he's going back to try to catch the fourth one. Scott Lindgren is a longtime kayaker. You may or may not uh, I know, know Scott. Him. But he's, uh, he's going back as, as a, a more mature paddler now to try to get this last river. So that one's going to be fun. But, you know, we're, we're all over the place. The films this year range from those 90-minute ones down to we've got a couple that are a minute and a half. We've really? Got, um, we've got surfers in Sri Lanka. That's like, let's, let's all go to the lobby. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think that lasted longer than that. Right. <laughs> Um, and you know, we've got mountain biking all over the place. Um, you know, the, the stories are always, um, a lot of what, what I like. We've got one, um, of a, a local man who makes prosthetics for rock climbers to be able to still climb, even if they're uh, missing a limb, I love um, that. do mm. that cool local story. Um, we've got fly fishing and, and then we've got one that I know you may appreciate, you know, a couple years ago, I think you were there for this one. We had Dale Sanders who was the oldest man to ever hike the Appalachian yes, Trail. Yes, absolutely. Remember it extremely well. First, he you know, he was going to be the oldest. He old- was great. I, my, favorite scene in that movie, my favorite scene in that movie was the morning. He's on the trail, and it has snowed, and it is cold, and the camera person is set up outside his tent, and he's supposed to be exiting his tent and getting his gear together, and he goes, oh, screw this, man. I'm not coming out. <laughs> he's an old man. He's on the 80s. He's 82, he's 83. He's man, my knees hurt. Y'all go away. And, and, and then it switches <laughs> next day. You know, <laughs> to heck with it, man. I'm calling in sick. Right. You know. <laughs> and when you're 82, you deserve that. Yeah. But, um, when so somebody has broken Dale's record to be the new oldest man to hike oh, the AT, wow. and so we're gonna have his film. Uh, Dale's gonna be back. Um, uh, it's gonna be uh, a good story there. Uh, we've got one on um, uh, a pastor in the Faroe Islands who's a runner, and the scenery. I'd never really heard of the Faroe Islands very much. Don't know that I could pick them out on a map, but the scenery. I don't is think beautiful I could. I've, I've, I've heard them. I have no idea. I don't know specific Atlantic where. Somewhere cold. Either. It's cold. It's cold. All right, there you go. All right. Hey, by, uh, by the way, I'm sorry. Forgive me for just one second. Just a quick interruption. I just got an a alert over my phone. Louis Anderson just passed yeah, away. Yeah, I saw that too. Oh, wow. Yeah, it the comedian. Yeah. yeah. Well, God's calling him home, is he not? That's... Uh, and, you know, and I'm, I'm serious. And, and, and we, we know that Scott, you know, survives or it would be the death of Scott. That would be the name of the film. So, I mean, most of these things are... You, you will be chewing your fingernails and on the edge of your seat... That's some of the the beauty of these films. You know how they end up, but they still build intensity and anticipation, and a, and sometimes a, a sense of fear and dread, which is you know why we go to see horror movies. You I know? feel like I've seen the the either the preview or part of the Alpinist, 
My great, head. yeah. I, I would oh, yeah. I would go just for that. I'm looking forward to seeing that on the big screen, and, and that's yeah. really what what we've talked about. You know, it's been so tough over the last couple of years. Last year we did the partnership with Nightfall, where we were showing the films in the evening. You know, mm-hmm. after that, and that worked okay. Um, and we, we didn't even know you were doing that until halfway through. We, we would have given you more love. I'm we sorry. were really happy to be able to partner with Nightfall to do that. And, and it worked well. But there's nothing like being in the Tivoli. Sure. Beautiful right. spot right. with people who are into it. And there's always things that we have streamed on our TV or our computer uh, in the selection process that when they play on the big screen and everybody's laughing together or yeah. everybody is, like you said, you know, holding their breath right. together, that's just such a meaningful thing. And, and when we've talked about going virtual or things like that, um, Everybody has really said it, it, it so makes different. such a difference it to be does. there in person. I can't even I can't even imagine it. Again, watching some of them, the joy comes from. I'm a people watcher anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter where I go, that's usually what my number one activity becomes is watching everybody else, and I, I love that. I love actually finding a place over to the side and watching people's expressions. <laughs> You know, literally. I don't know if that's voyeuristic or even sick, but I mean, that's that's and and listening to people, you know, come away from a film in break time and hear the chatter. You know, and you you would lose all that. So, uh, and you know, one of my favorite things to hear people say, and we hear it every single year, is, you know, my boyfriend is a rock climber or my my girlfriend is a runner. I came with them just because, you know, I didn't know what to expect. And they're thinking it's just going to be, um, you know, a mountain biker going down a hill or, or skiing with, with dubstep in the background. And they're blown and they away by, yeah. T- typical, by the stories. Typical man, you know, right. self-made GoPro type stuff. Yeah. Look how badass I am. Sure. You know, and there's, he, there's he, some of that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there, there is. I, the, the, there was one, and some of it, some of it is eye candy. All right, mm-hmm. some of it, you know, is storytelling. I mean, really in-depth storytelling, and some of it is just pure eye candy. And I remember one a few years back. I want to say three, four years ago, and it was complete visuals with music, but it was night skiing with incredibly dramatic lighting. Mm-hmm. And that's all it was, was just people doing nighttime, downhill, steep slope, deep powder skiing with the woods and the area lit up as a surreal dreamscape. And I, I just was on cloud nine watching it. Yeah, with the LED suits and everything. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It, it's been amazing, and, and it's amazing. We wondered how, um, how the pandemic was going to affect the films that came in. You know, if you're telling a story sure. in 2020, 2021, it, it's got to be there somehow. And so we didn't know, you Just know, the 45th day trapped in my apartment. Well, there's one film about a group that is, uh, they went up there in Italy and they're going on this expedition to a mountain in Italy. And when they go up, they kind of heard, you know, okay, there's this virus. And then they spend three weeks up on the mountain, and by the time they come down, Italy is shutting down. We wow. talked about yeah. that story. We actually talked about okay. that when that story made the news. We did. Well, this uh, this will be kind of a, a, an in-depth look at that. But, you know, we, we've got films this year as well, uh, one called The Black Stonefly, which is um, about, you know, similar to The Black Birdwatcher. Yeah. This is about an African-American man in fly fishing uh, yeah. when there's not a whole lot not of diversity. And, you know, it's mostly... Uh, old white guys out out uh, fly fishing. That was the best line from the bird watcher. Was one of the dangers of being a black bird watcher is the fact that you might be you know 
um, people might miscommunicate and well, misidentify you, Park. misidentify you as the other black bird watcher, right. <laughs> as in single. <laughs> there are only, there are only two. two of them. You yeah. know, yeah, wow. exactly, exactly. I liked the story. This was maybe two, three years ago too, about the guy who followed the rail line, the old, yeah. and he jumped through people's properties and. True. That was a great one. I don't know that we endorsed. That's called My Life in Sequatchie County. <laughs> uh, he did get permission sure. you know, from the people. But um, is the photography contest component something new? So that's something that's been growing. Um, we, we had that uh, last, I guess, 2020, because we were able to have the event in 2020. We sold out the Tivoli in January, um, kind of right before everything hit. Uh, and the photography component is something that's been growing. Um, we had a really good response in 2020. People yeah. wanted to see it. And so we got a lot more submissions this year and, and some really good um, uh, photographs that we'll be showing. Some of them on screen, some of them blown up G on give canvas. Me, give me one second to get in the Mr. Peabody's Wayback Machine <laughs> and remind me exactly where the first one was held. Was it at Outdoor Chattanooga? No, the very first one was at the uh, lovely theater, uh, Centennial Theater over at the Choo Choo. Okay. That, like the only part of that complex that hasn't been that, renovated that hasn't been renovated <laughs> yes absolutely yeah, so yeah we I, know, were, I know what you're talking about we were there for two years we opened the door and i think 30 people came in we had you know over the whole three-day thing we had maybe 300 people and i think it was mainly the same people coming yeah. back yeah and then you know to go from 2020 uh to selling out the tivoli um seeing how and then the walker and then the and whole the, tivoli yeah, yeah. you're right the walker in between just to see you know chattanooga is a perfect place to do something like this sure. there, there's so many um so many outdoorsy folks in town and it's really one of the few events where and and we've talked about this before, you'll have events for mountain bikers and you'll sure. have events for rock climbers. You'll have events for trail runners. This, we feel like, is one of the few events where that whole outdoor community yeah. can come together. The Thrain don't meet all that often. There you, you know, go. You know, I'll, I'll have I'll, to look that one up. Yeah. Thrain. Um, <laughs> I've made it up. You won't find it anywhere. <laughs> okay, thanks for saving me the time. But but yeah, the opportunity where, uh, and, and you've seen it because I do a little bit of crowd watching too, yeah. where you'll see when it, when somebody goes off a waterfall on a kayak, the kayakers think it's cool, yeah, but yeah. The, the climbers or somebody else is like, they're, oh, they're on the back of their seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. and then they, they, and then they, they have somebody that's doing a technical move climbing and you see the kayakers just covering their eyes going, oh, these guys are crazy, you know? I love that. It's been really cool to see see the the mix there for yeah. everybody. Well, I mean, what what a, what a successful run! And um, so we we we're out we're an outdoor town. We've seen a tremendous influx of new blood. I have said this a gajillion times. What brought me here and in the '80s was hang gliding. I've still never I've only seen one on hang gliding, which is which is interesting. I've only seen one, and it was about my buddy Tip, the one legged pilot, and I was sitting next to Chris Starbuck a paraplegic who has no use of his legs whatsoever who still flies who's going why don't they do what about me you know and, and <laughs> let's make it happen you know what i mean but i mean now with paragliding being so huge mm -hmm. i mean on any given day at my house there will be 25 30 sales in the air i'm surprised i haven't seen more on that well we have one called big speed ha, um, there you go. that is uh, i think he's in the alps uh, when yeah. he's doing it so um, yeah, it's always interesting. You know, I, I look every year, I make it a point to go look for a caving film because we have so many cavers in the yeah. area. Oh, but well, the biggest caving group in the exactly. world is the Georgia Grotto Club. And, you know, it's tough to find. I guess maybe because it's pitch black, it's a tough place to make a film. But yeah, I would think so. <laughs> I would think so. I mean, you have climbers who have to know how to climb to do a climbing film. You have to have climbers who actually know how to go underground and cave. And that's a lot of equipment to be carrying into small, cramped, wet, muddy spaces. For sure. So, so we're, we're never quite sure um, uh, what's going to come in. This year we got, I think, almost 300 films from 30 countries. And, uh, you know, really was curious to see what kind of stories were told. And, 
And and where do these stories get told anywhere else? You know, one of the stories is about a swamp in Florida where there's there's this ghost orchid, um, which I'm not a orchid guy, but um, blooms once every they, ten years some, or something. Yeah. yeah, and they had science didn't know what pollinated it or how it worked. So it's a story of these guys going through this this awful looking swamp uh, to try to find what it is with night photography on on what is it that 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 pollinates this thing. And I don't I don't want to spoil any of it, but you know, another short film, where are you gonna see that? Uh, if Nowhere. it's not if it's not at something like this. There's one we've got about a, a lady in Sri Lanka who is uh, loves surfing when in the culture there that you're, you're not, not a, supposed to. That is not a done thing. Sri Lankan no, women no. don't surf, but she she does, and it's the story, you know, that uh, she kind of wins over her brother first, and then other other people just just by uh, how much she loves it. Does so, she wear traditional garb while surfing? Uh, no, no, she's, <laughs> uh, that would be an additional that would challenge. Be, yeah, there. I was going to say that'd be a lot of drag. Yeah, definitely. So, but you know, we've got everything from a film about tadpole migration uh, to um, you know all kinds of sport climbing, uh, rock climbing. Uh, like you said, the parasailing, uh, it's just all over the place, and, and it's its wonderful. I have one recommendation for you if you haven't seen it yet. Lay it on me. 14 Peaks. I, that's on my list. I've yeah. not, I've been a little busy lately. Definitely, <laughs> so, definitely yes. make that a priority. Excellent. The 14 highest peaks in the world. Yes. Yeah. Done incredibly quickly. Well, everybody, you know, you, they, they always talk about the, the ultimate challenge and that and, and Brian, you, I've heard you say this before, and Russell has too. That basically there are no challenges left out there, and for climbers, seven summits—that's the seven, you know, continents and the highest mountain. Kilimanjaro takes no skill whatsoever. Right. It just takes basically just you know determination just to walk up a hill. Um, Antarctica. There's a little skill in that. Antarctica, it is not only you know a, a, a technical climb; it's brutally just frigid and horrible beyond you know comprehension but now so many people did the seven summits that they decided to multiply it and they just said let's just go with the 14 highest where almost all of which are in the himalayas yeah the vast majority that's of right them. right well all right so you can find adult beverages you have food available what else do, do people need to know real quick well, so I think as, as you're looking at the, the festival, you know, it all comes down to the films. Uh, we'll be doing those. Doors will open uh, about 6. The films will start about 7 in the evenings. And then in the, the matinees, we'll be kicking things off. Um, I believe it's 2. But all the details are on the website, lookoutfilmfestival.org. They're right. also posted on our Facebook page. Oh, wonderful. Thanks. Buddy, thank you so much for swinging by. And uh, slip us a pair of tickets because we're all broke. We're podcasters. And we <laughs> will, we'll, we'll, we'll be happy to give some away as well. Well, you've been there since the very beginning, so yeah. we uh, we always appreciate it. It's cool to see folks come back every year. Um, you know, we've built kind of a, a little festival family where we see each other, and it's been a while since we've seen them, so we're really excited to see All everybody. All right, brother. Man, thank you so much. Sure thing. I appreciate it. All right. We'll speed things up. I, I'm, I'm serious. We'll go ahead and let Andy slide out and Russell slide back in, and we will let the music play. But I'm going to go ahead and let Dave Hooker's editorial stand for today's you know, everybody's got yeah, one sure. segment. That's it fine. makes perfect sense to me, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, I'll just, I just don't worry about having to switch up, uh, you know, theme songs or anything like this. Just the duh category today, brought to you, brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58, next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. And the duh or schwa or what did Dave say the other day? What did he say? Swa? You asked me this. I, 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 don't, um, I don't remember. Whatever. You know, everybody's got the huh, that huh, that huh phrase. And this has to do with the small town of Athens, Tennessee, just above us here, just up on Highway 58. 
and it's a big battle that has now come to Chattanooga courts, and it's a guy that owns a business, and a car was stolen from the business, Mm -hmm. and he feels the owner of the business and the car feels that the Athens Police Department didn't do a doggone thing mm-hmm. to help him. And so he used the side of his building to put up a statement. And I mean, it's a big statement. It's a, it's a paragraph that is set in, you know, Helvetica bold, you know, the kind of letters that you buy at a store when you're trying to make a little sign for your cheerleading bake sale. And he's got an entire editorial statement saying that they didn't do anything to help him and it's time to get new prosecutors and police officers in Athens. And Athens went nuts and said that he was uh, accusing them of, uh, of of all kinds of, of, of incorrect things and that he was committing extortion. They said he was committing extortion. <laughs> By putting words on By a building? By putting words on a building. So okay. they, they had a trial in Athens, locked jury. It came to Chattanooga, to Hamilton County. Wow. Locked jury. What? Locked jury. This is duh, folks. It is so <laughs> duh. This is freedom of speech. It's his yeah. property. It's his sign. There's no vulgarities. There's nothing that would violate anybody's sensibilities except for the people whose toes are being stepped on a little bit by this guy <laughs> telling his opinion. And it, his opinion is the truth, according to him. I've right. seen worse could, on bumper stickers. Yeah, how could this? I've seen on hats, <laughs> yeah. hats, yeah. license tags, t-shirts. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, seriously, I can't imagine how this has gone this far. I don't know how much it's cost the dude, but I'm going to try to track him down. That'd be interesting. I'm going to try to track him down. <laughs> what in the world? I mean, how many people have Trump signs in their front yard? And, I mean, Trump is Jesus, essentially, is what it's saying. I'm offended by that. I'm not going to file suit. <laughs> no. And how would that how would that work? It shouldn't. It's it shouldn't the, work at all. It was on the front page of the Times Free Press on Friday, so check it out. And that's all I got to say about that today. What are you doing? What are you doing? Brought to you by Guardian Investment Advisors. 710-9199. 710-9199. Gary Thurman. I need to get in touch with him. I'm going to be actually adding a little bit of money to our stock investments, and certainly I'm going to be going through him, and you should as well. And, Jen, I, we just talked about one of the things that everybody's going to be doing. I yeah. think everybody here will end up at the film festival. Probably, uh, yeah. Russell, Hopefully. you know, I don't think he was a believer. He went, and he, he's now a, a, a fan, so there you go. I'm sorry to say I've never been. It's oh, good. it's so much fun. All these you, years. You, you, I mean, you, I've known Andy all these years. But I've you're never not done. much of a movie guy. I'm not a film guy, really, yeah. no. But you know what? You're a beer guy, and you're a people guy. And I like the Tivoli. And virtually everybody <laughs> down there, you, you would you will see 150 people you know. Oh, I know, right. I know it. And before you get going, uh, Jen, real fast, what none of us are doing, which we found out yesterday, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the Bill Maher show has uh, been canceled yeah, at canceled. the Tivoli. Yeah. And that's not a COVID thing. Industry insiders tell me tickets weren't selling. Really? You know, I read they that. Canceled cause they canceled no, because... They said the circumstances read, beyond our control. Not just Chattanooga, the entire Southeast was oh, not really? selling. That doesn't wow. really surprise me. doesn't surprise me it even a little bit. It doesn't surprise me his, either. His brand, of po- bad, his brand of politics is very off-putting to people because he doesn't choose a side. It, he, he stands squarely in the middle and makes fun of everybody. Not, neither parties have any interest... He used interest. to do that. It, no, he didn't used to do that. Uh, and that's why the people are so confused. Yeah. Whether, like, yeah. they don't, his is audience left, doesn't know right? the client is right. he woke or, or asleep. Or you know a, a Trump Davidian, and neither party has any tolerance for moderates. 
None. at this point. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. I'm, oh, that's a that's a that's a story in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It really you're is. right. I, I was like, I knew it wasn't for COVID. Bill Maher doesn't give a damn about COVID. No, he it doesn't. was because no one's buying his damn tickets, and that God. sucks. But anyway, it, it doesn't really surprise me because you know I, I I'm a younger person who would be presumably in the demographic who would go to see you. Don't Bill like show. I don't not like him. I just don't think he's that interesting. I do. Like, I wouldn't pay to see him. You know what I mean? See, I think he's funny. I think he's more akin to me. I might be able to live on the island with him. <laughs> right. I mean, I, because I've certainly become more moderate and, and as I've grown older and mm-hmm. just watched the world and, and I've seen what I used to believe in just crumble. Well, I, I, mean, I think his TV show is not very entertaining at all. Not but, anymore. Um, I, I don't think it ever has. I just don't like the format. Not uh, as funny as it. I just don't. I just don't like how it la- it's laid out. But he's my ideological hero. Like yeah. I love everything the guy says. Yeah, anyway, I feel yeah. the same way about Stephen Colbert though. Like, I yes, I don't think he's funny. Like, it, oh, it's I not think the, he's hilarious. I don't think see, he's that funny either. See, but I, thing, I think he's interesting. It's yes. not the politics. Like I have people who I disagree with politically who I think are hilarious, and that doesn't bother me at all. I could take a joke, but he's. It, the jokes aren't funny to me. It's just like, eh. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I get that. Mm. Well, his well, an- it is late night. I mean, it's late night television. Anti-religious yeah. stance also. There's what, a bills? lot. Yeah, there's a, there's a uh, lot. I would have drawn me in. I was going to say, there's a, there's a lot of people who I think finally hit their, you know, the Mendoza line, the the end of their... their and I get that too. ...their line on, on the, 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 the anti-religious... Uh, but about five years ago, I saw him at the Ryman to a full house. And that was five years ago, though. Sure, that, was a, that was a what different climate. What about John climate. Stewart? I like John Stewart. People don't have to go out of their way to get insulted anymore. We can get insulted anywhere. Yeah, you, I know, you used to have to go to see George Carlin to get insulted. I don't right. think I've seen anything John Stewart's done, so I don't know. His show was good. Now he's leaning t- toward... Politics! He's going to run for office. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Where, where did you hear that? I, I saw it the other day. Yeah, wasn't he's, he running in New York for yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's serious. what? I can't remember. He's, seri- he's seriously considering running for political office. All right, so you, got, right. you got what are you doing, and you can go ahead and enroll. The only you know, thing that Jen's I have quarter. is that the Lookouts are hosting a hiring fair on Saturday, February 19th from 10 to 1. Good for them. That's it? That's it. That's Love all that's happening? That's all I got. All right, there you have it. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. All right, is there anything on your corner? Yeah, I got some stuff. Okay, talk to me about Pimp's Corner. Pimp Jen here, along with, of course, Dave Hooker, as we originally mentioned, our sports guy, who is uh, waxing eloquent these days on some political topics as well. <laughs> Brian Stone and Russell Stroud and moi, Jeff Styles with a Y, Nuga's own Jeff and, Styles. And hopefully Jeff Greenspan will come back. Oh, yeah. Well, with we, some outside-looking Well, when in. you were gone, we, we, we he sent us a, a whole supply of, yeah, of outside-looking ins. for them. And then we, we played them all at one time, so... We, we just, it sorry. was Whoops. funny. We, we blew it. I mean, we we had five and we played them all as one. I, I'm sorry. Sometimes you do that. It's like a buffet, you know, all you can eat. The uh, Tennessee Higher Education Commission has announced that the FAFSA deadline for potential college students has been moved back to March 1st. So that's a good thing for people who are slow in getting their FAFSAs done. The FAFSA is somewhat a complicated process. What What is that? The FAFSA? Yeah. It, it, I can't remember what the acronym it is. It applies for financial aid. It's what gets you through school. And Chattanooga State is running billboards right now that says 
FAFSA yeah. free college. Right. Literally, if you if you do it right, have them hold your hand through the process, and you can pretty much have a college education you really, paid for. You hmm. really don't need to have your hand held unless you're mm. dumb. Um, I am dumb. But <laughs> I have both of my children have gone to college for free because we did the FAFSA the cool. pro- proper way. Uh, also, today is the 50th anniversary of Michael Jackson's first solo album, oh. and uh, yeah, off the wall. Not off the wall. Uh, he was still really young. Hmm. He was 13 years old. It was the Motown release that featured "Ain't No Sunshine," "Rock and Robin." Remember this? Oh album? my God! Yeah, I was, hated that. Song. Old. Well, <laughs> he was a kid. He was. Yeah, but you remember it. Yeah, of course I do. Exactly. Yeah, it's like I'll remember it. People in hell are having that played for them right now. <laughs> and mommy kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, and, and barking dogs. Come on. <laughs> Uh, it's tax season, so get your tax stuff ready because the IRS is saying do it fast, do it sooner rather than later mm-hmm. because they're uh, short-staffed. Not only are they short-staffed, they are a train wreck. Yeah, I wish they'd and go out of business. Yeah, if you have a refund coming to you and you and you file now, you'll probably get it soon as, you know, don't wait till April. Mm. I hate the IRS. Okay, they're extending it to April 18th. Is that an extension? I file as soon as I receive whatever papers I need. I do too. I'm I'm a January filer. If they're in in my hand when Rebecca's papers are in and my papers are in, I make an appointment for as soon as I can get in to see Steve Newland. Thank you very much. Unfortunately for me, there's papers that I don't get until like March usually, which really sucks. And it's not my employer. It's it's an investment thing, and I don't get it until March, so i got to wait till then. I have a couple things, but I'll go quick. The youngest woman ever has flown solo around the world. Yeah. 19 years Saw old. That. Fantastic. Um, also, there's a TikTok video that shows the military technique to fall asleep in, in two minutes. I, I have, have seen that have, advertised, but I've never actually watched. No chance the, it's true. Yeah. No, it is true. That was my ne- that was this my is, next this line. Is special forces have, have, have worked on this forever. Well, what is it? I have actually personally witnessed this. It's called it's called uh, Bacardi 180 proof. <laughs> it's called a bottle <laughs> of Nyquil. Is what it's called. <laughs> well, I remember sales a pair Mike, of dark glasses. Remember sales Mike used to crawl up under his desk and just be out like that. I, I could do it. That's in that's who I've seen do it. Yeah. he yeah. can fall asleep in under two minutes, no matter where he is. Well, so can Rebecca. At any time of day. Or night. I, I need to know. I envy that. I've never seen. Yeah. I've never seen anybody who can. Well, oh. Rebecca will be sitting talking to you, and then she goes, "All right, well, good night." Boom, and it's just done. <laughs> yeah, remember, done. Jason, you'd be talking to Jason, and then all of a sudden you hear, "Hey, yeah. hang on to that." <laughs> That's yes. a superpower. Mountains That's looking at each other is going to deal with Jason. <laughs> oh, in a really? Second. Our former coworker. I'm excited. Yeah. That's all. All right. Well, there you go. Oh, this is your this is your time then. Yeah. Um, in one hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, I said an hour and a half yesterday. Y'all got all over me. <laughs> You'll be informed, warned, entertained, and brain sprained. The Chattanooga Drive-In Show. This is the time where Russell, the Love Muscle Stroud, he he has his corner too, and he flexes his muscles. So that's where we are. Well, before I get into that, I should ask you what time. Is it? It's time for Tai Chi. You're right. Did you know that Time for Tai Chi with Chris Campbell has been providing workplace wellness programs since the year 2000? 
He successfully implemented stress management programs from the home office employees of Home Depot, Kimberly Clark, Gwinnett County, and Bell South Corporations, just to name a few. We all need to de-stress, especially now, and take a step back from the craziness and anxiety we're surrounded by. Time for Tai Chi with Chris Campbell provides Tai Chi tools to use uh, uh, to use to release stress, excuse me, prevent headaches and migraines and sleepless nights from happening while bringing a positive change to employees' demeanor and morale. You can contact Chris Campbell at 423-821-8947. That's 821-8947. Or Chris at Time for Tai Chi. That's T-A-I-J-I, Taiji.com for more details. And don't forget, you can do these, these classes on Zoom mm-hmm. if you don't want to be in a room full of people. And just having been around Chris He's is very the most relaxing experience a, you'll I'm, ever have. Russell gets a pat on the back, too, here, because recently his flexes have all preceded national coverage of whatever he's been talking about yes. by a <laughs> yeah. day or two. That's right. Enjoy. Well, this one, uh, it's happening today, and of course we all talked about the, the whole delay thing. So yeah. today is Friday. You'll be hearing this on Monday. Sorry. Uh, so you'll have already heard about this one, unfortunately. Can't beat the weekend. Uh, but Russia, in their dealings with the United States, in case you don't know, uh, Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, is meeting with Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign yeah. minister uh, in uh, Geneva, Switzerland, basically right now as we're recording. Uh, and it's just come out that one of Russia's demands from NATO is that they remove forces from Romania and Bulgaria, which is not going to happen. That's what I was saying from the beginning. Yeah. He was making an, he was making absolute demands that could not be met. So therefore, he was going to go and do what he was going to do. Right. This is classic Russian strategy where they they make completely outlandish demands, and then when you don't capitulate, they say, "Well, I guess there's no use talking to you then," and they do what they're going to do. Uh, it, classic Russia, basically. Uh, again, the most countries uh, near Eastern Europe are gearing up for potential conflict. Uh, it seems at this point that it's inevitable. We've talked about this over the last week, so we don't really need to reiterate it too much. But uh, it, it's worth noting that you should be keeping a close eye on this situation. You know it's getting bad when even like ABC and NBC are covering the situation. Because I've talked about foreign conflict stuff like Myanmar, Burma. We've been talking about that for months. And NBC, ABC, CBS, they'll mention it 30 seconds maybe, even though it's a full-blown civil war going on in Asia right now. Uh, Ukraine is a different scenario because uh, it affects NATO. Myanmar, Burma doesn't really affect NATO at all. It barely even affects China. But this one, should Russia get involved, there's going to have to be some kind of response, be it UN Blue Helmet peacekeepers. Beyond financial. Beyond financial, right. Be it UN Blue Helmet peacekeepers, be it targeted airstrikes from NATO. Who knows? We don't know. The the president made unfortunate comments during his most recent press conference when he said that the response would depend on if it was a full-blown invasion. Or an or a, incursion. A minor incursion, right. It shouldn't matter, but realistically speaking, the president is right. He said the quiet part out loud, basically. Uh, it does matter what NATO's response is going to be based upon those parameters, right? If it is a minor incursion, like say they only go into the Donetsk Republic, as an example, and they don't try to go for Kiev. Which is already kind of an enclave. Right. Uh, it'll be a completely different response based upon that if they say, no, we only want to take uh, Russian ethnic majority regions, uh, much like what the Nazis did with with Poland and Denmark, then you sort of have to say, oh, well, I guess that's what they're going to do. 
it's a complicated situation, and I don't know what's going to happen. Really, no one does. What is the name of that city again? I knew Kiev. you were going to go there. What is the name of that city again? I Kiev. read the riot act yes, to Jeff you. yesterday. No, I, I'm. It, it's Kiev forever. I'm not. I'm not Ukrainian. <laughs> the reason that it's become controversial and, yes. and it's, it's changed from K I E V, which it's always been, to K Y I V, which is now Kiev, is because. The Ukrainian people have decided to start speaking Ukrainian right. as a protest against Russia. They, right. They've stopped speaking Russian and they've started speaking their own brand of Russian, which is Ukrainian, mm. and it would be pronounced and spelled Kiev. So it's really a protest move on their part if you're confused. There yeah. you go. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't you go for that? Because I'm not Ukrainian. I like Kiev. The Great Walls of Kiev. You the Great like Gates chicken of Kiev. Kiev. I like chicken Kiev. <laughs> uh, mountains looking at each other. I wonder other. if it's chicken Kiev now. Well, I don't even know what y'all are talking about. Uh, <laughs> it's the capital city of Ukraine. Oh, okay. no. How often would that be the case, though? <laughs> well, during the flex, almost every day. <laughs> How often are you trudging across the tundra mile after mile over there in your own mental, you know? <laughs> the mental gymnastics Arctic it desert, takes to get through an hour and 15 minutes. Mountains we're, looking we're, at each we're other. Good. Our time is Our RC2 Realty Solutions, Robin <laughs> Ring, Robin with a Y, like Styles with a Y, Robin Ring, will help you sell or renovate property, buy or invest property, take that distressed property off your hands. Mountains looking at each other is the storytelling part. Now, I'm not going to tell the story. I, I, the brief one is this. I took Jason, our former co-worker and producer of this morning show, when we were all and Jason the, Kirk the we're talking about for yes. everybody who's not yes. sure which yep. Jason we're talking about. And and a lot of folks, well, whatever happened to Jason, Jason got a job, and uh, he, he's, he's working independently of us these days, but keeps up with us. But I took Russell and Jason down the Hawassi. Now, Russell had never been before. Uh, Jason had been tubing. I gave Russell Rebecca's kayak, and he it was the first time he'd ever kayaked before. I told him he was bound to go over. He did not. He actually su- successfully navigated the entire river. He turned upstream. He actually surfed waves. He did a very, very good job of staying in the boat. Thank you. And we would look back, and here would be Jason, who opted for an <laughs> inner tube. He could have done anything else. He could have taken a raft. He could have gotten a boat. He could have done all that, but he took an inner tube. And he was asleep three quarters of the way down. I swear to God, he's like Baloo. And, and he, it is. He's he just. He's 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 a pretty big fella. He's he's got some some weight on him. Stout. And so he's in that tube, and he's going through the rapids, and he is completely out. And I'm sitting there thinking, as we were talking to Andy Johns, this is the perfect opportunity. We need to take him again, keep it on the down low, get the GoPro, get a couple of GoPros and film it and put real dramatic dubstep music <laughs> in the background as he's going through the rapids and he's completely out and snoring <laughs> mouth open flies going in and out and drool coming down and then just and have that music just driving don't you don't you and have us over there wailing and paddling and doing all this stuff and here it's just Hey. I remember hey. what B- edible Baloo. had he perfect, had before you went down? Baloo the, the bear. Your, your buddy uh, Dave Lang brought his drone out, and I remember the drone flying over us, and we waved to it, and Jason's back there. <laughs> I'm telling you, we could do a three minute short film on the adventures of Jason, you know, going oh, down the river. Oh, I could tell you so many stories <laughs> and, about things and, I've done and with and Jason. Just build it up, you know, the prep that he goes into, the training he has to go through to be able to pull this off. He's one of the funnest people I've ever hung out we, with we might He's win we, we, we might win they actually have trophies for the best films there so we might <laughs> I actually miss win. him yeah uh, regional roundup shotgun shout outs here as we get closer to the end of the show brought to you by tennessee american water company been providing quality water to the chattanooga community since 1887 
At the end of every pipe, they know there's a family counting on them to provide clean, safe, reliable water for their health and comfort each and every day. And that's why Tennessee American Water, they take pride in keeping your lives flowing correctly. Um, We talked to somebody who actually helped start the company Freight Waves yesterday. And I had to admit, I don't even know what Freight Waves does. It's for truckers. I know, but I don't know what it is. I just know it, that they're, they're, it's they're booming. It's weather. It's, it's, you know. It's, Sup- supply it's chain an app issues. or something? Supply chain issues. No, no. They employ 300 people. Yeah. It's a logistics company. 300 people. It's, it's a, a logistics, logistics company, company for truckers. Yes. But what do 300 people do sitting around talking about trucking logistics? I mean, I oh, guess, I mean, and what, the, 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 whole, the whole point here is that the supply chain issues, or as former President Trump says, supply change issues, which he does mispronounce <laughs> every time, <laughs> supply change issues, that they've actually benefited from that. Mm-hmm. They've well, benefited from this dramatically. Well, a logistics company would, because they're the ones that connect suppliers with product. So a, a logistics company is going to make bank off of a supply chain issue, because that's their business. Well... Yeah, they're just brokering deals to move freight, and if you can, you can uh, utilize that problem to to your benefit. I, I know a little bit about the industry, yeah. not a lot, but yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I, I just, consider that a trucker a trucker just drives, and that's a very valuable job. But the trucker and he has to be told where to go and what to pick up. That's exactly, right. the yeah. trucker doesn't how much? doesn't tell himself where to go. That's yeah. right. Yeah, very no. important. No, they tell you where to go right. when you when you're driving 45 in the right hand lane. Uh, <laughs> it's big, it's big, mo- it's big money in logistics. If you I mean yeah. Chattanooga has become a they're major adding, hub of they're this. They're adding another hundred jobs. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, if this podcast completely augurs in, maybe that's something that some of us could do. I would. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know. It ain't Al- easy work. Montgomery, Alabama. Claudette Colvin's journey from local student to unsung civil rights hero is being turned into a film called Spark. And the guy that's doing it is uh, Anthony Mackie, uh, the new Captain America, the guy that was the uh, the Falcon and is now Captain America. He's going to be directing it. Hmm. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia, leaders of the state court system on Wednesday told lawmakers they're trying to pass out federal money as fast as they can to help courts catch up with pandemic-related backlogs. Charlotte, North Carolina, we're basically looking at the regional stories here. Uh, TSA officers seized triple the firearms in the state's airports in 2020, mm-hmm. or excuse me, 2021, as they did in 2020. I have an explanation well, for Yeah, that. what would be the reason for that? Okay, so after the stimulus checks and after the unrest that occurred during 2020 with the riots, you may recall, there was the biggest boom in firearm sales that we'd seen in a very, very long that time. very well. And now that's fine. People keep them in the cars, their houses, personal protection, etc. Carolina's easy to get them. Sure. Um, but the problem is a lot of people will put them in their purses if they're women, put them in their backpacks if they're men. And forget about and them. And forget about them when they go through the scanner. And the TSA guy goes, How do you ah. forget about a handgun? I've done it. <laughs> Actually, not at, not in an airport, but in another place. Because any old dumb asshole can get a hold of a gun. That's how you forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there was a story the other day. A three-year-old found one somewhere in our region uh, yeah, and happens. shot himself. And he's, yeah. he's okay. Yeah, it's horrible stuff. It happens. You have to be careful with guns. I mean, guns are not toys, man. Nashville, Tennessee, and we already mentioned this, plan to split the city into multiple congressional districts, clearing a key hurdle after state Senate Republicans signed off on the proposal, despite objections from every Democrat in the state who warned the map will uh, unfairly affect black voters. But black voters vote just as much as Americans. <laughs> Top of the pops. The <laughs> black voters. The dumbest thing. Black voters vote just as much as Americans who are white. <laughs> that was the, that was the, the footnote. 
the asterisk that you know came under him you know, there's a subtitle down there I, I have trouble getting on to mcconnell when the guy that i voted for can't get through a you know a, a sentence, sentence without I saying understand. something stupid i have trouble getting top, on to anybody top of the point. pops top of the mind awareness everybody just whatever's they're thinking about it's brought to you by the sports barn since 1979 three locations here in town getting you in shape keeping you in shape and keeping you happy and they're just good people they're a lot of fun i saw the guy that actually helped me train Stuart gladish personal trainer helped me train when I was getting ready for my mountain climb uh, back in 2000, the year 2000. And I was in the best shape of my life possibly hmm. when I was in Randy's Rangers. Randy Webb used to have a, a workout class that was only for men, Randy's Rangers, and I actually I did a story that. on it as a reporter because it was uh, chosen as the toughest workout class, physical, you know, workout uh, that you could actually get and in the southeast was. and it was that we, guy's intense too just as a person period yes. i talked to him on the phone before and he's like he's a, 100 miles an hour That's but you know right. he also though he's he's also at the same time he's extremely calm because he's so confident he's he's a he's a martial arts expert yep. he is we were doing and this is not an exaggeration the third week out of a four-week class we were doing 800 push-ups and sit-ups a night whoa we counted them and there was a local attorney that was next to me and 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 here's randy he's counting out the push-ups yeah you know you do them in sets of 20 40 and you go do something else and you come back and do some more and he's doing them one-handed and he's counting and he's watching everybody and the local attorney looked at me he goes we can take him <laughs> we can take him. I said, I don't think I'm going to try. First time I ever played paintball was in Randy's Rangers. And wow. uh, he literally, back in the day when you just had pistols that shot seven shots and you had to put another tube in there. Mm -hmm. And he, he was behind a big oak tree and he, he was unarmed. He, he was he was out of pellets, and this guy was, he kept shooting, and Randy kept jumping behind the tree, and finally he grabbed his hand and disarmed him and shot him with his own gun. I said, "I'm not messing with this guy. Are you kidding me?" But I saw Stuart crossing the road, and when he got through with me for the mountain climb, I was in such good condition. Oh, I wish I could get halfway back there. It would be wonderful. Top of the pops uh, today, very quickly. Oh, one thing to note: yes. uh, Randy Webb is 82 years old. Yeah, now. yeah, and he doesn't look it. No. And doesn't act it. Wow. Let me tell you that. Um, so when is, I would have talked to him, he would have been like late sixties, almost. That's a long. That's a long time ago. And wow. speaking of health, that's the, the the top of the pops right now today for me is this. Before the pandemic, our public health system was voted the best in the world. The Global Health Security Index ranked the United States best among 195 nations, and. Among the things they used for the metrics there was our preparedness for a potential national health crisis. Mm -hmm. You know where we are now? A national health crisis? The bottom. We are the worst globally in terms of numbers of COVID-19 cases and deaths hmm. from top to bottom mm -hmm. in two and a half years. Not surprised. There you have it. Um, I got nothing. No. I, I think we've covered it all today. Thank you to Andy Johns for coming in. Anybody else got anything to add? No. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to everybody. Continue to keep listening. Please spread the word. Give us thumbs up and happy faces and likes and, and attaboys and, and spend some money with our sponsors and yeah. advertisers. And uh, if you would like to join, I mean, obviously, membership does have its privileges. If you pay a little for Patreon, if you put a little money into the Venmo account and, and kind of make yourself aware to us or make us aware of you, you know, we can mention your comments from time to time. Maybe even come in for a taping sometime, yep. just for the heck of it. Absolutely. We got room. We can put a chair right over there. Sure. And you can just sit and enjoy it. 
you know, have a swallow my Coca-Cola, you'll feel free. <laughs> I, I got no problem or sharing. Not. You know, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I never know what these guys are drinking. Sometimes catch, I really catch wonder. COVID, you know, <laughs> what are those COVID <laughs> numbers again? <laughs> sometimes I really wonder. Uh, anyway, thank you so much. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. And appreciate your quality tire. Appreciate your Lodge Cast Iron. And appreciate you all you folks out there who support us.